How do you really run a business on your own terms? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And in recent weeks, my business has been having a little bit of adventure, or if I'm really honest, I should probably call it a few misadventures along the way. And I was thinking how it brought me to a place of recognizing and really owning. What does it mean to run a business on our own terms, to do it the way we want to do it, regardless if it's the way other people would do it, regardless if it's the smart way or the way that's consistent with good strategy, but the way that works the best for you. So I have to back up a little bit. And before I go into the story, I do want to preface this with, I tried to organize my thoughts for this episode and get really clear with myself about what the point was for you and what I wanted you, the listener, to take away from this discussion. And what I ultimately decided is that the value is in the journey and then you get to decide your own takeaway for how you need to apply it in your own life and in your own business. So if this episode's a little all over the place and it's too much off the cuff for you, I apologize, but It just felt really important to me that I just do this, have this conversation with you transparently. So that's how I landed here today. And um, I just pressed play and started talking and here we are. So if I, if I back this conversation up to where it started for me, um, it goes like, you know, right to the probably the first two quarters of the fiscal year, Um, Q1 and Q2 were really good and easy for me and my business. I had really set them up quite well well for success. I had sort of perceived for myself and my business the level of work I wanted to be able to do that I was going to have time to do, given that my husband and I were going to be in the middle of this major transition. And then in Q3, things got a little bit wonky because I was running that um, get the BS out of business building challenge um, with Jess. Um, We had a 12-week course. I knew that was going to take a lot of my time and attention. So I put my Myself in this position towards the end of Q3, where most of my business was coming from referrals from previous clients or ongoing work that I had done. And as you hear me say that, you probably, if you know me and have been following me, know that the first thing that sort of sent alarm bells off for me is that that puts me in the passenger seat of my business. When you're waiting on referrals, and you've heard me say it in the show, right? Like when you're waiting on referrals and you're not actively putting yourself in front of the people who you can help and telling them how you... um you know, how you move through the world and the ways you can help them. And you're just waiting for somebody to find you or you're waiting for somebody to refer a friend or colleague to you. You are in a reactive place in your business and you're not driving the car. So I caught myself in that web and I knew I needed to get out of it. I also knew that I was like, you know, like sort of precious few weeks away from vacation. So I was probably dealing with a tinge of burnout, a tinge of sort of just distraction, maybe low level irritability and really trying to find my way. But I knew, you know, in air quotes there that after the business course wrapped up at the end of July, I was going to need my next thing. I was going to need my next offering 
offering or my next service, you know, sort of that I was going to put in front of my audience, whether it be you, the podcast listeners, people on my Facebook group, people in my email community, I knew I was going to have to come up with something new. And I started working on it. And I did all the steps that everybody tells you to do, right? They tell you to go to your audience. They tell you to ask them how they're suffering. And then you miraculously come out with a product or service that magically answers all of their pain points so they can't help but buy. And I did exactly that. I reached out to people. I talked to people. The number one thing that people were talking about was that they were struggling with managing fears, either fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of what people think, but that they weren't getting where they wanted to go because they were sort of stuck in the mud. And I created this you know, shiny, sexy, sassy offering where I was going to offer mindset mentorship for three months. And I was looking at all the things I was going to include. I was, you know, paying particular attention to the shiny, sexy, sassy price tag that was going to be attached to it. And I was ready to launch the thing yesterday. Yesterday was supposed to be launch day. I was, um, or actually Monday, if I if I get the order of this week right. Launch day was supposed to be Monday. Um, and I was just supposed to go and I was supposed to fly. I had the whole plan. I knew what I was doing on each day. I knew even when I was going to tell you guys here on who listened to my show about it. And I found myself repeatedly rolling my eyes. Going, God, am I, am I really becoming this person who does this like stupid high ticket offer just because I'm supposed to and I'm selling this? Like, what am I doing and who am I becoming? And do I really want to run another private Facebook group and have that as an addition? And it just, it started to feel disingenuous to me. It became crystal clear to me right before launch that I was trapped in a series of steps of doing something because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. That as an online business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a leader and a mentor, whatever you want to call me, that's what I was supposed to do next. And never at any point in time in that process did I like say, is this what I want to do? Is this what I think is the most effective? Um, what's my why behind it? And again, like I remember when I entered the entrepreneurial space, everybody asked me that question. What's your why? Why are you doing it? And I always roll my eyes and I'm like, you know, because I want a job, because I need money. Like there doesn't have to be this big why. And the longer that I'm in um, the field and in the space of business ownership and particularly, you know, anything sort of entrepreneurial related, like the why you're doing it really does matter. You kind of have to have a sense of your destination. You have to have a sense of what you want to accomplish and what you hope to get out of it. And what I really realized from that, you know, sort of program I created that's never going to see the light of day is it wasn't a reflection of me so much as it was a reflection of my audience, of this hodgepodge of answers that I sort of put together so that everyone's needs could be met, you know, sort of met in this one size fits all program. But that's that's not how I ideally work. I just came off a 12-week group program. I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to do another 12-week group program. I also, too, really believe that for business owners and leaders, 
and entrepreneurs, if you are doing mindset work, it has to be paired with strategy. You can't just sit and think about how you get in your own way. You have to know the strategy you're going to implement so that you can confidently get out of your way with a tool or a strategy or plan of action. And I left the course that I did with Jess so proud of what we had accomplished, the lessons we have taught, the ways we got people into boss mode for their businesses and all the money that our students had made, all the money they were going to make. And then it just kind of flatlined on me and I I lost my way is the only way I know how to describe it. I wasn't sure where I wanted to go, so I went where I thought I was supposed to. And I don't think I'm the only one that that happens to. I think it happens to newbies. I think it happens to people who just decided for themselves that they wanted lifestyle freedom or location freedom for their business. They heard that online business ownership was a way to do that. So they sort of went balls to the wall and went all in and then started learning all the steps and following all the templates and doing all the things only to realize that they simply wanted to make money online. They never really wanted to be the boss of their business. Sometimes it happens to those people who find themselves to be accidental successes. They kind of threw pasta on the wall to see if it stuck and suddenly like the money was coming in in spades, but they hadn't really planned on it. There's all kinds of different ways people find themselves in a path and heading towards a direction of doing what they should be doing or what they think they're supposed to be doing. And I saw myself in that trap. And I I caught myself right before I was about to press play, right before I was going to launch this thing. And I just gave myself permission to stop. So many people, they they feel that butterfly in their gut. They hear their conscience. They hear warning, warning, danger, danger. And they think to themselves, yeah, this might not be the best idea, but I've spent this much time. I've taken this much effort. People know that something's coming. I have to do it anyway. And I think that what I want you to learn from this conversation, or definitely at least one of the takeaways I want you to take away from this conversation, is our gut is our best indicator of success. And when we don't listen to it, we are owning responsibility for the results of what happens next. And I knew my gut was saying this wasn't something I honestly believed in. I did know and I did believe that I was capable of delivering results. I do know and I do own like a thousand percent that anybody who wants to invest in mindset work and push through fear and do that with me, that I can get them to the other side without a doubt. I have no doubt about it. But this program wasn't the way to do it because it didn't line up with me or how I move through the world. So I pressed stop. And then I got really clear with myself. The first thing I had to ask myself was, how the hell did I get here? First of all, right? I'm a mindset coach. So if I'm in the path of doing something that I should, like that's the thing I talk about for a living. So obviously I should have caught myself in that path and that, you know, heading in that direction way sooner. But again, it's one of those outside looking in things. You don't always see what's right under your nose, but I caught it. And looking at what are you, you know, sort of once you catch it, 
And once you stop yourself, the next question is, is what are you willing to do about it? And what is it that you actually want? And I walk you guys through this all the time, right? I always tell you, get crystal clear on what it is you want. The unapologetic version of who you are, what you do, how you serve, and how you move through the world. And then I tell you to look at what are the non-negotiables? What are the things that no matter how much you want something, you are not willing to compromise on? And then given that, given that you know where you want to go, what you're looking to avoid, how are you going to get there? Just like you might program your GPS to avoid traffic or to take the slow route or to avoid tolls or something like that. That's how you get to your destination. So I got crystal clear with myself. And one of the things that became abundantly clear to myself was that I was creating a group program because I know that a lot of people probably listening to the show in my Facebook group and in my email community cannot afford to work with me one-on-one. Because the reality is, is that as of, I believe it's next May, so May of um, 2019, It'll have been 20 years since I got my master's degree. So I'm 20 years postgraduate. I have owned three different businesses at this point in time. I have supervised programs and upwards of 30 people. I have gotten my reps in and I'm not cheap. And that I'm unapologetic about, that when people hire me to work with them one-on-one, they get quick, immediate, decisive, directive results that are in line and reflective of my experience. I am that good because I've been at it that long. It's just inarguable. And I can't dumb myself down and I can't dumb down my prices to meet the needs of the newer business owners who can't yet make that level of investment in themselves for where they want to be or how they want to move through the world. I tried that. I tried low-balling myself. I tried feeding to the masses, and it just didn't work. I was filled with resentment. I was filled with sort of frustration on like the devaluing of my profession, when in actuality, I was the one devaluing myself. So the reality is, is that with the level of experience I have, given my experience of working with people very effectively for short, limited amounts of time... I, it's working with me as an investment, beginning, middle, and end. I have people who hire me for three-hour intensives and we're done in 90 minutes. I have people who hire me to work with me like for a six-week you know, project or program and we figured it out in three weeks. And because of that, because of the value I bring up to the table, because of how I show up, people need to make an investment in me if they work with me. And in all honesty, I am unapologetic about that fact and I own it. So what I was trying to do with this group program, and I, I, don't, I honestly, I wasn't consciously doing it, but I think I was trying to create a workaround because I do still want to help business owners who are new in establishing themselves. I do still want to help people who are finding direction, who are stuck on a problem and can't get out of their own way. I just don't want to do it in such a way that devalues my experience. And 
I got crystal clear. And what came from that is that I don't really buy into for my own business. I'm not making, and this is, you know, nerve wracking for me to say, because I I feel like people are going to listen to it and make some sort of global um, statement about what I think or how I move through the world based on this. But for me, In my business, I don't necessarily find the, oh, everybody's struggling with this issue. Let me create this thing for them. I don't always find that that works and isn't really reflective of the needs that they're actually bringing to the table. So when I got crystal clear with that, what I recognized more than anything, the people in my community, based on their answers, based on what they're telling me, they need one-on-one support that's a affordable. So how do I offer that given what I just said my non-negotiable was that I'm not going to dumb down myself and I'm not going to dumb down my rates. So when I got crystal clear, I came up with three things and I, it just, it came to me. But when you ask yourself that hard question, when you get crystal clear with what is it that I want? How do I want to move through the world? What am I unwilling to do or unwilling to compromise on? you find these answers. You just have to be unafraid of what the answer is. So I came up with two group options that are fair and cost effective. So the first one is, is if people just need to know like fear busting strategies and help in organizing all of the information I've put out there over the years on how to manage fear and how to tackle it. And then a one-on-one consultation with me on the specific fears that are holding them back. I can do that in like a two or two and a half hour masterclass. I can do that in a group format because if I'm talking to one person about busting up imposter syndrome, anybody else who's fearing rejection or fearing criticism or feeling, you know, fearing hating comments on the web, like they are going to be able to learn from my answers that the answer for one will help everybody and that the whole group will benefit. So the first thing I've created is a one and done masterclass where everybody gets a hot seat after my initial presentation and I'm willing to do that for a hundred bucks a pop so long as I get four people who want to do it. So I created that and it was easy. It came naturally and I was clear right up to the point where I said, and I need to do it for at least four people other way, you know, otherwise it's not worth my time. And then I recognized that some people are really good independent learners. So I am going to be able to give them that diagnostic plan. I'm going to be able to say, so this is what I need you to understand about fear. This is how it's moving through your body. This is how it's affecting you in your life and your business. This is where you're getting stuck in the mud. And this is what you need to do next. And I can give them their sort of dialed in laser focused plan and they're going to be able to leave and fly. Other people, they know themselves well enough to know that they need more support. And in all honesty, most people can't afford to invest in any amount of long-term support when they've already invested in learning business building foundations, when they've already invested in their email provider software and their social media automation posts and their website and the plugins and all of that, that the 
The pieces of building a business are expensive. And when your business isn't making money, and we just talked about that a couple of days ago on the show, you don't have money to invest more money. So how can I offer one-on-one, not necessarily one-on-one, how can I offer group support where each member gets one-on-one support in a way that feels a little bit more sustaining than a one-and-done masterclass? And I realized that I could do that in a group for a month-long boot camp. And what quickly came to me is that I could just run different month-long boot camps each month if I want, and the idea takes off and it resonates with people and they like it, that I might be creating in this like quick, impulsive idea for myself a long-lasting business plan and strategy. Because people can focus for a single month on a single thing, and we it takes 21 days to build a new habit. So if I talk about fear-busting techniques and we get hour-long calls at you know at the start of each week. Everyone has a hot seat. Everyone gets to check in and talk to me about where they're at, where they're struggling. I can give them direction. And again, in that group environment, everybody learns and benefits from everyone else's questions and answers. And I can do that for three seventy-five a pop. And I can do that as long as I get four people to do it. We can make it a go and look at people's schedules and do it. And then the last piece that kept coming up, and it was kind of like that annoying gnat that hits me on the back of the head, is what about people who have private issues that they're uncomfortable talking about in a group? Or what about people who really do need time to work with you one-on-one, but they can't afford you? I mentioned on the show before that I have a Voxer plan. In fact, I think I just did it the other day, maybe at the start of the week or something. But I have this walkie-talkie app where I engage with my clients and sort of voice, you know, it's like voice text messaging. They leave a message, I answer back. Sometimes we're, you know, going back and forth in real time, just like you would in text. Sometimes somebody's leaving me a message at nine in the morning and I'm returning it at two in the afternoon, but in real time. And I've had for a while now for my regular and consistent clients, that I've been working with a Voxer retainer plan where for $500 a month, people get me for Monday through Friday business hours. So if they have a question, when I get to it, I answer it and they have access to me without having to schedule a call, without having to, you know, like disrupt their work day or ask for permission to leave or, you know, find a full hour of childcare coverage. They can just ask me the question in real time and I get back to them when I can. And that, in fact, Investment is again for more established business owners. But for some people who just know that there's a specific issue that they're stuck on um, and they're not <laughs> sending me letters for the podcast, which I end up getting a lot of those for that too. But um, why not why not give them an option? to pay on a weekly basis so they can control their level of investment. That whole like month long um, retainer thing, that's an online creation that I learned at some point in time that people told me was a good way to you know start building multiple income streams. But that was the only reason why I needed to do it at a month long retainer. If somebody just wants access to me for a week, like you know that to me is the same as a consultation or the same as an intensive and it's far more affordable 
because I don't have to put it into my schedule. I can do my day. I can have my calls, meet my clients, do my trainings, and then work around in the free time answering and catching up with questions. So clients could easily sign up for that with me for $125 a week, which is less than the price of therapy. And you're hiring, a, you know, a clinically trained master's, um, you know, consultant here with that. Then that seems cost effective and appropriate, but also in line with how I move through the world. So what happened next? I didn't launch. I didn't press play on that three-month mindset mentorship program that I was going to offer. It's sitting on a shelf. Maybe it'll see its way to the light of day some other time. But instead, I had an honest conversation in my Facebook group about where I was, how I landed, because, you know, it was obvious a little bit that I had tripped. And I said, so this is what I have. And I had the conversation and we're getting people engaged. And the best part of what's happening as a result of me kind of publicly mucking it all up is that group members are messaging me and they're saying, oh my God, I'm so glad you said something. I have totally been like stuck in that same, you know, sort of hamster wheel feeling like I have to operate inside a box that doesn't quite fit and doesn't seem like it, you know, gels with who I am or how I move through the world. It feels so you know, uncomfortable. And I'm so glad you said something. And if you or who are established business owner can say something like that, it must also be true for me, etc, etc. The amount of support I've gotten around it illustrates for me a couple of things. One, that I was bang on dialed in that the offer I was going to put out was going to be the wrong one. And it was just going to hit like (laughs) with a loud thud. But also two, the, the feeling of ease that comes with me now, the way I can breathe, the way I feel settled, the way that if nobody picks me up, like if I don't even get four people on the masterclass or I don't even get four people on the, um, you know, month long boot camp, it's going to be fine. People are already sort of grabbing up at that like week long Voxer intervention. So I probably should have come up with that idea a couple of months ago, because that seems the to be the thing that's getting the most rapid response right now. But, um, you know, it's, it's this idea that, um, if, if it doesn't work, I'm so much better with this version of what I put out not working because it's reflective of who I am, what I do, how I serve, and the way I want to move through the world. And if that doesn't work for people, that's okay. That might mean for me that I have to chart a new direction. It might likely mean that I have to sort of find new people um, and think about how do I market my business differently? How do I build new relationships? If it's not a right fit for said amount of people, where do I go next? But that's all stuff that I have to do as a boss anyway. That's what comes with business ownership, looking at those realities, making those hard decisions and deciding what comes next, not being afraid of it, not being like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what people are going to think. You know, it's funny because I I found myself as again, at the start of the show, I was outlining for you. I want them to learn this. I want them to take away this. And I was like, God, I'm doing it again. Like I'm caught in this way of like, I should be super organized about this. I should be this. 
But what I consistently get in the letters and the emails and the sort of Facebook tags that people tag me in when they're talking to me about the show is they love the transparency. That in a time where everybody's talking about the Instagram picture-worthy picture and um, making anything shiny, sassy, sexy, new, that they appreciate that I'm just genuine, that I show up as I am and I'm transparent. Why the hell would I change that when that's the part that's already working? Because we have to listen to our audience. And I think sometimes what ends up happening for a lot of business owners is they listen to their mentors, they listen to the thought leaders in their space because they see other business owners having levels of success that they themselves want. And they decide that the only way to achieve that for themselves is to follow the same path. That's never been my gig, really. Like, I'm not somebody who, who looks left or right or, or compares like that. But I am someone who, when somebody says, step one, you do this. Step two, you do that. Step three, you do that. That's me. I follow <laughs> I follow directions very, very well. Um, and I, you know, at some point in time, I'm just going to add to the list. And P.S. check to make sure you actually want this. P.S. check to see this is actually something you believe in. But that's what it comes down to. How do you run a business on your terms, which is the question I started today's show with, is you listen to your gut and you let your gut be reason enough to make a shift or a change, to move right or to move left, to change course or to completely jump ship and chart a new direction. You have to trust you. Working on self-acceptance, working on self-awareness. If you want to run a business like on your terms, you have to know who the hell you are. Beginning, middle, end. That's where I landed this week. That's where I'm going to end this conversation. I hope it's given you some things to think about as you think about how you want to head into Q4 for the fiscal year, how you want to chart the next course of your direction or business. And obviously, 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 if any of these three offers, if you find yourself needing just a quick one and done investment for your life and your business and the fear busting masterclass sounds like your jam definitely let me know if you know you need some hand holding for um you know longer accountability and more one-on-one attention then get in on that boot camp because again if i get four yeses i'm going to make that thing happen and if you need my one-on-one support if you're struggling with something you don't want your question answered on the show you don't um want or are not ready or not prepared to invest what it, you know, sort of cost to work with me one-on-one on a call, grab a week of, you know, a Voxer with me. See what we can do in real time if we do a week-long intensive on Voxer together. Um, if you need me, I'm here. You've got this. I've got your back. You can always find me for more information on any of the things I've talked about today over at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.